0: Hi there, and welcome to the very first episode of Indigo Vibes, the podcast show that puts you firmly in the driver's seat of your desired destiny. I'm your host, Antonia Okru, aka the Indigo Life Coach. Today, I'm talking about a topic that has certainly proved to be the bane of my life in recent years, and that is procrastination. I'm starting this series on the topic of procrastination. Well, because it's one of the major challenges that I face on a day-to-day basis. Now, I'm not saying it's been my worst habit ever, but certainly it's the one habit that I find the hardest to shake, and the main culprit for all the broken promises that I make to myself. It's led to a huge lack of productivity in some parts of my life, and I'm determined to do something about it. So, what about you? Are you a procrastinator? Are you spending your entire workday allegedly working from home? but instead you surf the internet, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, news sites, instead of doing the work you're paid to do? Are you yet again on your Xbox or PlayStation instead of working on your college or university assignment? Are you talking to your friends and WhatsApp groups instead of doing your tax returns? Or maybe you're watching Netflix instead of writing that business proposal or a long overdue blog for your website. I'm certainly guilty of that one. <laughs> do you generally keep putting off important tasks in favour of more pleasurable pursuits, i.e. you stay in bed for an next hour every morning, instead of going on the early morning run, as you keep promising yourself. If you've answered yes to any of the aforementioned questions, then you're in good company. Welcome to the ever-increasing group of world-class procrastinators. For those of us who from time to time, or more often than not, engage in the habit of putting off important tasks We know that there's nothing really pleasurable about it in the long term. It's been said that procrastination is like a credit card. It's a lot of fun until you finally get the bill. Procrastination can lead to a feeling that our lives are spiralling out of control. When we fail to hit the targets on our physical and mental to-do lists, we experience feelings of guilt and sometimes shame about not completing those all-important tasks. Well, the good news is that procrastination is not innate we are not born lazy. Procrastination is something that we pick up from our environment. And since it's something that we learn, then we can just as easily unlearn it with the right mindsets and tools. So what exactly is the definition of procrastination? Well, it's been defined as the act of delaying or putting off tasks until the last minute or past their deadline. Naturally, most of us would like to become more successful, healthier, exercise more often, meditate, finish all the projects we start, and just be better disciplined in general. However, it's unfortunate that there are times when it feels as though we just can't make these things happen, and it's so hard to stick to our goals by actually putting our intentions into practice. So then, why do we procrastinate if it's causing us so much misery? Well, it seems that there's a tendency to believe that we have to feel inspired or motivated to work on a task at a particular moment. However, The reality is that if we wait until we are in the right frame of mind to do certain tasks, especially the undesirable ones, then it's unlikely that those tasks will ever be done and that it will ever be the right time to do the tasks. And those tasks will continue to be delayed. For me, this has been especially true when it came to doing podcasts. I first decided that I wanted to start recording podcasts. I think it was sometime back in 2021. And well, look, it's taken me until 2023 to actually make a start. But as they say, better late than never. Let's now take a look at some of the key factors that can lead to procrastination. Number one, anxiety and fear. Oh, and I'm a classic example of that one because I procrastinated so much when it came to doing podcasts. And for me, that was about feelings of anxiety and imposter syndrome. So we might procrastinate because deep down we are worried about failing or getting negative feedback but often these concerns are irrational because they're exaggerated. Number two, feeling overwhelmed. This can happen if we have so many things to do that it's unclear where to start or just because a task seems too hard or complicated, and I can definitely relate to that. Number three, task aversion. We might delay doing certain things because we feel they're boring, frustrating or unpleasant. For example, We might put off making an all important phone call just to delay the unpleasant feelings and emotions that that phone call might generate in us. Number four, underlying conditions. Some underlying conditions might make some people more prone to procrastination. For example, people with OCD are likely to have traits of unhealthy perfectionism, which makes them scared to make new mistakes and to have doubts about whether they are doing something correctly, and also anxiety about the expectation of others. Similarly, ADHD can make it hard to concentrate on a specific task. Depression can also lead to procrastination as a result of fatigue and loss of interest. Number five, low self-control. Self-control, also known as self-discipline and willpower, is a reflection of our ability to guide our behavior in pursuit of our goals, especially in the face of harmful temptations. Number six, time management issues. This happens whenever we fail to prioritize tasks and instead we focus on less important things. However, some psychologists have suggested that procrastination is mainly an issue with managing our emotions and not our time because we are simply put off tasks that make us feel bad, because they're too difficult, too boring, or because we are worried about failing. And so to avoid these bad feelings, we choose to do something else. Number seven, low energy. Low levels of mental and or physical energy can also cause us to procrastinate. Low energy levels can be caused by a lack of sleep, poor nutrition, emotional and physical burnout, and depression. I can also relate to this one because I'm a very keen runner. And whenever I've run a distance exceeding 10 miles, then I'm really not fit for anything else other than lying on the couch and binge watching Netflix So I have to be really mindful about when I schedule my long runs. Number eight, unclear goals. Goals that are unclear make it more likely that we'll procrastinate than goals that are clear, concrete and well-defined. Goals are definitely more effective when they're associated with a specific plan of action. Other causes of procrastination include not knowing what needs to be done, not knowing how to do something, not wanting to do something. Not caring if something gets done or not. Not caring when something gets done. Not feeling in the mood to do it. Being in the habit of waiting until the last minute. Believing that you work better under pressure. Thinking that you can finish it at the last minute. Lacking the initiative to get started. Forgetting sickness or poor health. Waiting for the right moment. Needing time to think about the task. Delaying one task in favour of another. According to Norman Vincent Peale, The really happy people are those who have broken the chains of procrastination, those who find satisfaction in doing the job at hand. They're full of eagerness, zest and productivity and you can be too. So how do we overcome procrastination? Well, here are some tips. Number one, make a habit of daily planning, focusing on one task at a time. Having a daily to-do list will help keep you on track. Make a list of all the things you need to achieve on a particular day. As you take those tasks off, you'll feel accomplished and successful. This will keep you organized and motivated to keep moving forward. Number two, prioritize your commitments. You can do this by putting the most important and meaningful tasks at the top of your to-do list. Number three, break it down into small steps. If you have a large or complex task that is causing you to feel stuck or overwhelmed, break it down into smaller doable parts. Smaller tasks are less taunting and easier to achieve. Number four, set deadlines. Setting personal deadlines and timed goals puts you in a position of racing the clock. This will help you to accomplish your tasks faster. Number five, use positive pressure. Having an accountability partner or an accountability coach will provide the motivation to start a project and keep you in action. Together with your coach, you can work on your goals and timeline. This gentle pressure will propel you forward. Number six, make boring tasks appealing. The more we focus on our boredom or irritation, the more we amplify that feeling. Instead of dwelling on the negative feeling that the task would ordinarily generate within us, we can reframe the moment. By reframing our emotions about the task, we can transform it. For example, we can put the word meditation after the boring activity, so that if we're doing housework, it becomes housework meditation. And then being stuck in traffic lights becomes traffic light meditation. In general, anything that is going to lead to a good benefit could just be reframed as for my greater good meditation. Another way of making boring tasks more interesting might be to simply combine the boring task with more inspiring tasks. Also, no matter how mundane the work, stay focused on why the work is important. Once you're focused on the why, you'll be more motivated to complete the task at hand. Number seven, alternate between two tasks. This will help you to keep your interest levels high and allow you to feel focused and motivated on both tasks. Number eight, replace negative thoughts. Pay attention to any thoughts of procrastination and do your best to resist the urge. If you begin to think about procrastinating, force yourself to spend a few minutes working on your task. If you can change your inner dialogue to be more positive about the task or project, then the task will be more easier to tackle. Number nine, get rid of distractions. Ask yourself, what pulls your attention away the most? Whether it's Instagram, Facebook updates, or the local news and turn off those sources of distraction. Number 10, reward yourself. When you finish an item on your to-do list, congratulate yourself and reward yourself by indulging in something you find fun. It's important to reward yourself when you have done a good job, and it's a great way to motivate yourself to get difficult tasks finished. Number 11, think about the long-term benefits. Instead of thinking about how difficult or how hard the task may be, Think about the long term benefits of getting it completed. Number 12, take advantage of your peak times. Everyone has a time of day when they are more productive than other times. Some people get their best work done in the mornings and others feel more productive later in the day. Your peak time is the time to tackle your important and more challenging tasks. 13, improve sleep patterns. Poor sleep quality can lead to procrastination especially with people who naturally struggle with self-regulation. For sleep to be restorative, it has to be relatively high quality. Sleep quality is dependent on a number of factors, such as how many times a person wakes up during their sleep. In order to sleep better at night, it's essential to stick to a sleep schedule, setting aside no more than eight hours for sleep. Don't go to bed hungry or stuffed and create a restful environment for sleep. Also, try to limit daytime naps and include physical exercise in your daily routine. Fourteen, improve nutrition. There is a much overlooked connection between mood and food. You are probably familiar with the word serotonin, also known as the happiness transmitter. It has an impact on our well-being and regulates emotions, digestion, memory, and sleep. Low levels of serotonin are linked to depression, anxiety, and poor sleep. Serotonin is produced in the brain and in the gut. In fact, 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut. The right nutrition affects not only how you feel, but also how productive you are. According to the World Health Organization, the right nutrition can boost motivation and productivity by at least 20%. With this in mind, it's easy to see how sugar, alcohol, and unprocessed foods may play a leading role in procrastination, especially alcohol. So as you can see, procrastination can have a serious impact on a number of life areas, including mental health and social, professional and financial well-being. The first step to overcoming procrastination is to recognise that you're doing it and then identify the causes and reasons behind your procrastination and then implement some of the appropriate strategies to manage and overcome the urge to delay important tasks. You might benefit greatly from writing things down, such as your goals and plan. And also having an accountability coach will help you to make your decisions more concrete. Remember, imperfection is better than no action at all. And the longer you delay, the more likely you are to do nothing at all. So whatever your goals, don't delay, start today. Well, sadly, that's all for this episode of Indigo Vibes. Please do let me know your thoughts and feedback and remember to subscribe. Do stay positive and focused until the next episode of Indigo Vibes, where once again, I'll be putting you firmly in the driver's seat on your journey to your desired destiny. Until then, take care. Bye.